Hello, hello. Welcome back to the It Ain't It Sis podcast. I'm Sarah, your host for today. And this is a podcast where we basically talk about life, love, relationships, and everything in between that us 20-somethings go through. And today I wanted to talk about a topic that I've been actually thinking a lot about lately, especially as like I near graduation. Um, I am graduating. I think my last class is on Tuesday, May 19th, which is super exciting. Um, It's very anticlimactic with this whole like COVID-19 happening. Um, I never thought in a million years that I would graduate in a time where um, a global pandemic was happening. I don't think anyone ever imagined this happening. Um, but alas, here we are. And you know what? I'm I'm still excited. I'm proud of myself. Um, but yeah, I've been thinking a lot of what it means to be successful, especially in a time where a lot of people are losing their job and just everyone kind of doesn't know what's happening. A lot of people have, you know, they don't have sources of income right now. And a lot of people tie their success to money and kind of like monetary things. So therefore, with all of that happening in my life, um, that is why I was so eager, I guess, to talk about um, how kind of social media and our lack of introspection um, shapes our idea of success. Um, but before we kind of get in to the nitty gritty of all of that, I kind of just want to give you a life update. So some big things, I guess, happened um, over the past, I guess, week or month of May. Um, I turned 23 on May 12th. So I feel like I'm an official adult. And I kind of laugh when I say that because, I mean, when do you actually ever become an official adult? But I don't know. 22, I think, is like the year everyone understands like you're still in college. But 23, oh, man, I still don't know what's happening. So I don't know why I'm saying that. But still, 23, I feel like an adult. Um, (laughs) I... I'm just excited for this year and I got to celebrate it with some of my closest closest friends um we had a party um don't worry we all were uh, socially distancing or we have been all socially distancing so we did get together but um California has kind of um laid back on the restrictions so it was a party of seven girls um not ten or more um but it was really fun I just got all dressed up. We took a lot of cute pictures. Um, I got sushi and pizza. We made Aperol spritzes because I studied abroad in Italy and your girl loves some wine and Aperol spritzes. If you have never had them, they are amazing. It will, for some people, if you like Fanta, I would say you would like Aperol spritzes. They um, are made with an orange liqueur, um, Aperol, and then you mix it with kind of like soda water and champagne. And it is super, super good. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. But it was super fun. Um, Yeah, it was just really nice to actually see people for once. Um, And I mean, I love my roommates. They're my best friends. But, you know, like kind of just expanding um, my social circle, I guess you can say. And so that was super fun. Um, But other than that, it was just nice to see everyone feel celebrated, felt super loved. um, And all my best friends made me a video montage and they got all of the 
all like my favorite people in life and they all sent in a video just telling me how much they loved me. So I think overall, I would say this birthday and then my 22nd birthday was by far my favorite birthdays ever. I think just as I grow older, I realize like, I don't know, birthdays, there's nothing to really hype, be like hyped about. Um, I mean, yes, you are getting a year older and it's like a celebration of life. But what I mean by that is like, you don't need the whole giant party. Um, just, you know, just like the stress that comes with like planning a birthday party and making sure everyone's happy. Like I have really just been able to kind of dumb it down in a sense over the past two years and just be like, okay, here are my six or seven closest friends and we're all going to go to like bottomless mimosas. That's what we did last year or over or this year. We um, just, I had everyone over and then we just drank a lot of wine, had sushi, made a TikTok and talked. Like it's just the simple things like that. So I think by far this was like one of my favorite top two top two favorite birthdays um but that's just like a few things going on in my personal life and then also jobs um I know I mentioned that I did have a um a job but you know in the time of uh COVID um things kind of get thrown at you and now that job is no longer secure um it is not that it's not an option but it's not as of a it's not a done deal like I thought it was. So they kind of just added more steps to the hiring process, which is totally fine. I understand now they have a bigger pool to um, go through um, with everyone being unemployed and everything. So I guess they wanted to expand their options, unfortunately. But you know what? It is what it is. I have peace. If I have to be a nanny um, for a few months after graduation, I have I don't know. I have so much peace about that. Honestly, I don't want to say that I would rather do that, but I really love children. And hey, if I can just become a nanny for a family that is loaded, um, I live near La Jolla, um, which is a section of San Diego, which with really, really wealthy people. So if I can kind of like finagle my way into one of those families and nannying for them, I think I would be making bank. I think I would be great. I love children. So you know what? My life can go in a lot of different directions at this point. But at the end of the day, I feel peace with whatever happens, happens. But getting into today's topic, I was kind of thinking just about my life and about kind of my post-grad direction. And it really got me thinking of like what it means to be successful. And I think so often we kind of scroll through social media or we're talking with a friend or we're looking at our peers at school and we see everyone doing all of these things and they tend to be younger, what I've noticed. Like you see the girls on um, even just like social media, like Kendall Jenner, like I know obviously they are super wealthy and they were born into a family that was wealthy and famous. But you know what? It's still hard not to feel like you're coming up short in a way when you see all of these things. Or um, me and my friends were watching Too Hot to Handle. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's amazing. I mean, I wouldn't say it's amazing. It's actually super just interesting how these people can't contain themselves sexually. Um, But some of the people who are on these shows 
they are in their young 20s. They're younger than me. They're 21. And they somehow were able to just like get this great opportunity and become super famous. And I'm sure they're making way more money than I am um, right now because right now I have nothing coming in. So um, it's just interesting how, you know, I think we have been conditioned more so in the recent years to think that success is kind of really coming sooner to um, people when they're younger rather than older. I think a lot of times when we when we were growing up before the age of social media and everything, a lot of people kind of understood, okay, you have to work your way up. You have to do this job and then this job and this job. And then eventually by the time you're like 40 or 50, then you're going to have this high level position. But I think with now with social media and just how like fame can just kind of explode out of nowhere. Like we see that with um, TikTok even um, with Charlie. I don't even know how to say her last name, but she's a 15 year old girl. You definitely know her. Um, She's TikTok famous or with Addison Rae, TikTok famous out of nowhere. They, I mean, no offense to them, but they didn't really have to do anything at all. Like they're pretty girls and they can dance cool. I would like to say I can dance and I would say I think I am somewhat attractive too. Like why why aren't I in that position? And so I think it's really easy for us to just kind of construe or construe. Is that a word? Construe. I wish this is when I wish I had the other Sarah with me because she would call me out on all of the words that I make up during this podcast. Um, But we're just going to go with that. Construe construe there I butchered it um (laughs) but we kind of make up how success is supposed to look like when we are in our 20s and getting out of college because it's so easy to um think that oh I'm 22 23 years old why can't I afford to buy that Lamborghini like that person on that reality show and then we think why can't we buy that four million dollar house like Emma Chamberlain I love that girl and she is super talented and she did work for her money but still she is only 18 I believe like 18 19 um so it's just really hard I think especially during this time when we're all alone to just kind of be wrapped up in social media because what else are we supposed to do like sit with our thoughts like I've done that a lot and you know what it's it's great to a certain extent but like also it's kind of just a mind fuck in a way like I'm a chronic overthinker so this is what I start to think about just like why am I not successful why am I not like I guess leveling up to where these people are and it can be really it can be just really damaging even to anyone's self-esteem to start thinking this way. And then also like on the other side um, of just being introspective and really thinking, um, why am I doing what I'm doing? What I've realized too is a lot of people aren't very introspective, which I mean, there's a good and a bad thing about it. Um, I am very introspective. Um, I was talking about that with my therapist the other day and I'll get a little bit into that more but um I really do overthink and I really analyze my feelings and thoughts and like why things happened in my life and why I think a certain way 
And um, I think that's really helpful. But then also I think sometimes it can put a damper on just like my own personal confidence in what I can be successful in. And then there's the other side of not being introspective. And especially I feel like I noticed that with boys no offense not to like group them all um in a category because I know there are so many introspective guys and I know some of my guy friends like they think deeper than just like when are they gonna have their next beer or when are they gonna like win Fortnite or something stupid like that sorry but (laughs) that's my thoughts um I know that there are a lot of guys that are introspective but from what I've noticed a lot of these guys I do know, um, they do just kind of go after the high paying job. They, you know, it's like adrenaline rush for them. They go after that high paying job. They get into that top law school. They make that money. They, you know, put on their um, suit and tie and they get some ego boost, which I'm just going to say a lot of guys my age don't even need a bigger ego boost than they already have. Um, and, then you kind of just look back on that. And I want to ask them, why are you doing what you're doing? Why are they striving for these high positions? And why do they feel the need to be so successful? Is it because they do want to succeed in that field? And if if so, that is so awesome, like more power to you. But I feel like a lot of people don't understand the reasoning behind their actions. Um, Whereas like, why do they want to be successful? Is it to prove something and I feel like a lot of people yes it is to prove something or are they doing that job merely for self gain and I think you know what it's it's great to really want to be a millionaire and really get that um yacht and get that house in Florida honestly that's all those are all great things and I want that too like theoretically like if I could become a millionaire one day I feel like I would have achieved so much but I think a lot of people and I was like talking about this with my therapist a lot of people don't really try to analyze why they feel like they need to succeed um, in life and kind of put on a show in a way and um, for me personally this is what it came down to um for me and it was the idea that or the lie that I had kind of believed for so long that I didn't even realize that I was believing was like I am not seen and I am not like known and it was so funny because the day I realized um, I kind of believed that about myself my entire life up to that very point had made sense which is funny and it sounds really dramatic but it's true Um, just because all of my actions kind of, in a way, to a certain extent, had stemmed from what I believed about myself. And growing up, I was not popular at all. I was really chubby. I was made fun of. I had buck teeth. Um, even in high school, I wasn't, no guy had ever talked to me. Um, I didn't even get my first kiss until the end of high school because I felt like guys just didn't even notice who I was. And I don't know, I was just never popular. I was 
really, honestly, an angsty teen. Um, I was that girl who just saw a bunch of popular kids and was like, oh my gosh, I just hate them. Like, I would eye roll. Like, I would always think, oh my gosh, when we're out of um, high school, all of this won't matter. And it's so funny because, you know, you realize when you go to college that those same people just kind of don't ever get out of high school. But, but um, they're, you can just spot them from a mile away, in my opinion. You can just know, you know the people who just think they're the shit. And, you know, you just have to be like, oh, well... Maybe one day they'll learn. <laughs> one day they will learn. But it's, but that is besides the point. But um, that was just kind of the lie that I realized I'm not seen. And sometimes I think that I strive for so much just because I want to like prove myself to others. Be like, no, like you didn't see me when I was younger, but you're going to make sure, like I'm going to make sure that you notice me now. And I think that was like, kind of like a weird revelation that I had that I don't know really just kind of blew blew my mind in a way not to sound like super cheesy but it really did and I think a lot of people just don't take the time to realize like what are my actions and why do I want to be so successful um and it's okay to admit to yourself like oh damn I think I've just wanted to be successful and I've strived um for all of this purely because I am insecure in who I am and I feel like people don't see me and know me and that's okay but I think the first step is just kind of like admitting that to yourself um like anything in life and kind of knowing where you're coming from and that's like something I'm working on now like I am trying to find peace and know that like I am seen and I am already known and like that is I'm trying to like implement that and I tell myself that every morning and every day and throughout the day. Um, I just tell myself that because I don't want to get to the end of my life and be like, oh shit, why did I do all of this? Did I do it for nothing? And because that's that's my worst fear, honestly, just kind of like sitting back um, in my little rocking chair and being like, why did I even freaking do this? Um, and I do not want to be, or I do not want to say I did it because I wanted to prove myself to others. I want to say that I made a life for myself that kind of glorified not only like God, but like also just made the world a better place. I want to impact the world. And that's something that I really hope to do. So I think that's one thing I noticed just with the lack of introspection that we all have. Um, but then kind of going back to just how social media can shape our idea of success. Um, last night, I was attempting to write a paper, but, um, you know, every five minutes, I just somehow find myself on YouTube. And um, I am a huge fan of Caitlin Barstool from The Bachelor. And um, she is amazing. She's funny. I admire her. I want to be her when I grow up. Um, She's awesome. But she just recently uploaded a video and it was titled uh, My Life Story. So I was like, oh, cool. I don't really know much about her life story. Um, I know about her life um, as 
The Bachelor. And so for those of you who don't know, she um, also has a podcast. It's called Off the Vine. It's super funny. Um, She's loud and energetic and she kind of reminds me of me to a certain extent. And she was on The Bachelor. And I kind of knew about her life from then on. And then she's gone on to obviously do like a couple other things. And now she's like dating a guy from The Bachelor. Um, They didn't meet on the actual show, but after. And so, yeah, that was like a little bit of what I knew about her. So I was really interested, clicked on the um, video about her life story. And I learned so much and it put everything in perspective and what I have been thinking about um, in context. So basically she was born in Canada. She grew up a dancer. And when she was, um, 18, she decided, um, to move from her small little town in Canada. She decided to move to Vancouver with just a hockey bag and nothing else. So she just kind of lived with four random people chased after her dream of being a dancer. And then while she was a dancer, she met a hockey player who she fell in love with and she said she realized in that moment that she was a hopeless romantic and she didn't even realize it um which that's how I feel like I am she's like I realized that I would do anything for love and honestly that isn't one reason why I do not want to be talking to any boys right now because I don't need any of them to get I don't know I don't need to fantasize about anyone but myself and my future And if that sounds selfish, I really don't care. But I digress. Um, That is one thing that she said that kind of struck a chord with me. And so she, um, after she fell in love with this hockey player, he got signed to a um, team in Germany. So she decided, she's like, well, I love him. I'm going to move to Germany. And then so she moved to Germany. But then she said when she was there living with him in Germany, she said that she just became a shell of herself and lost who she was and didn't know what to do with her life. Um, And then they ended up breaking up just because the relationship had become so unhealthy because she became so emotionally dependent on him and financially dependent on him. And so she broke up and she said at the age of 27, she had to move back home in with her parents. And then that's when she had to go on a lot of antidepressants and she went on Valium and she said she got addicted. And then she kind of just had like a wake up call. She said she was 93 pounds at her lowest weight when she was addicted to Valium. And that is insane. And so her mom kind of put her in therapy and she really just kind of worked through her issues. She moved back to um, Vancouver at, um, I guess, like 27, 28 after her whole um, Valium addiction subsided. Um, And she said that she had to start from square one. She said she had to move back again with a hockey bag um, full of clothes to Vancouver. And then she had to get a hostess job. And she said she had already been a hostess when she was 18. So it was kind of like she was reliving um, her life again. It was like a deja vu moment. So there she is, 27, 20 years old, becoming a hostess. Then she had to work her way up. And then that was when she decided, you know what? This is my life. I'm going to become a general um, manager of a restaurant. So that's what she had decided. And while she was kind of, you know, working in that restaurant industry, Um, she had applied for The Bachelor just for fun. 
and she didn't get um called back it was for Juan Pablo season uh, if any of you guys watched The Bachelor which she said she was grateful that she didn't actually end up on that season because as we all know he was a terrible terrible bachelor but so she didn't get called back initially so she's continuing to work up her way um in the restaurant industry and then one day this is after she had reached her goal of becoming a restaurant um manager um she gets a call from the casting producers at abc um and say hey we know um you applied last season and you didn't get it but are you still single and do you want to come on the show and kind of in that moment she was like well I don't know what to do. Like, this could be a great stepping stone. Um, and she's like, and at the end of the day, you, I can find love. And she's like, and of course, me being a hopeless romantic at, I think she went on the show at 29 or 30. It was something. I need to look that up. But she went on the show in her late 20s, early 30s. Um, and she decided to chase after love. And then kind of the rest is history she was on the bachelorette she was on the bachelor and then she became the new bachelorette and then she found love on that but then they ended up you know breaking up but now she has a new boyfriend and they are very happy together they're so cute jason and caitlin i'm actually obsessed um but kind of the reason why i decided to tell that story was just because i think we are so quick to judge and be like, oh, well, this is where she is now. Um, she's probably had not everything handed to her, but you know what? She didn't have to go through. I never in a million years would think, oh, she moved to Germany and got super depressed and became like super dependent on antidepressants and things like that and went through this really, really dark moment um, in her life. And I never would have guessed that if I didn't kind of look back at her past. And also, she had to basically completely start over her life when she was 27. Like, she had to move back. And she says now, looking back on her life, I think she's like mid-30s. Um, but she says, looking back on her life, she said, when I was 27, moving back in with my parents, I thought my life was over. I thought I was an embarrassment. She said she thought she wasn't successful in life because all of that had happened and she really had to start from square one. And I think that her story really just acts as a testament to for people kind of even like me, like, I don't know, I'm 23 and I don't really have that I don't want to say that I don't have that much going on. Well, especially obviously in this quarantine era, not many of us do. But maybe right now how I feel is that I don't necessarily have anything huge happening in my life. But it doesn't mean that something huge in my life won't happen. And it can happen at any moment. Like with her, she just got a phone call one day. Um, and that literally just changed the entire trajectory of her life. So it's little things like that. And it made me really think about like what it means to be successful when you're young versus old. And I think she probably can appreciate being successful now where she is, having gone through all of that in her 20s. And she spent all of her 20s kind of in a rut. And I thought that kind of 
gave me a little bit of peace of mind regardless of whatever path I end up taking. Like I don't have to be quote unquote successful by a certain age. I don't have to make a certain amount of money by a a certain age. And if I don't achieve that by the time I'm 30, like I'm a failure because I'm not and neither are you. No one is. Um, And so that is just kind of a little bit of what I've been thinking in terms of success and how we really need to kind of start questioning um, why we want what we want and what our motives are and how kind of society and social media shapes um, our thought process around what success looks like. And then also, um, I took a um, poll on Instagram the other day um, asking people what their advice was for a control freak who is learning to go with the flow. Um, That was more directed towards me. And um, I am kind of a control freak trying to learn to loosen up a little bit. Um, I'm more of a control freak, I guess I should preface when it comes to the trajectory of my life and how it's going to go. And that kind of ties in with success and how I think I should make these strategic moves in order to like be successful. But how, how are we supposed to really make all of these decisions when we really aren't the, you know, we aren't the masters of the universe. We don't, we can't control everything. So I just wanted to read out some things that people had mentioned. So one person said, um, take the cotton out of your ears and stick it in your mouth, which I really liked that. Um, I think a lot of people decide to speak um, without really listening and um, hearing what others have to say and kind of going along with being introspective. Um, So I think that is a really great piece of advice. One of my friends, Nadine, said um, that she repeats to herself that it is what it is and that she is surrendering, surrendering because it is above her now, which I think is kind of a great tool and it's a great thing to kind of um, shape your perspective and realize that no, we are not in control of at the end of the day, like we are really not in control of anything that happens and our success. And like, yes, we can do certain things that make us successful and we can, we can work hard and we can really pursue things we're passionate about. And those are all great, great things. But at the end of the day, like I'm a firm believer that there is something above kind of working um, behind the scenes. So that is one of my favorite things. And that's also what I like to tell myself. One other thing is that um, a fellow podcaster, um, she is the podcaster of 20 something trials, um, Gabby. She said that remembering you can only control um, what you can and everything else is up to the universe, which is basically what I reiterated. The Purpose Project pod said, take time to sit alone every day no music, no noise, no phone, be with your thoughts, which I really just second with everything I just said about being introspective. And so those were just kind of some of the um, things that I wanted to share, nuggets of advice that others also give to people when I guess you are stressed out about how your life is going to go and whether or not you're going to be deemed successful. Um, I think that is just something important to keep in mind that put in the hard work, but at the end of the day, you are not in in control, which isn't a bad thing. No one is in control and kind of just really redefining success 
by better means than just trying to prove yourself to others. So that is all I really have for today. I hope you liked my little ramble um, about what it means to be successful in the world um, during COVID-19. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Please drink lots of wine for me. Enjoy many sunsets. And that's basically all I have to say. Talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.